The Bible is full of promises. What happens when you go to God holding up his promises? You're going to hear some amazing stories today on this episode of Better Life Today. This podcast is brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Since 1990, Better Life has been providing Bible-based religious programming to the public. For more information, including how you can view Better Life's channels on your TV or digital device, how you can contact us, or even how to make a donation, please visit blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Better Life Today. We've got a good one for you. We're going to talk about God's promises being fulfilled in the lives of people nowadays. With me is Sayuri Rodriguez. Sayuri, welcome. Thank you. You and your husband run the Spanish channel here. We do. And you do a lot of other things as well. You're one of the voices people hear when they call in, aren't you? And it's exciting to hear them. Do they yes. recognize you? At times, yes. Lately, <laughs> I've been getting a lot of calls saying, oh, we like your program and oh, um, with Douglas Garcia. So praise God. Well, yes. you know, they're, I think they're appreciating the fact that we talk about God's miracle powers mm -hmm. working today. That's right. Because we yes. want to glorify God and you glorify God by telling what he has done in your life, the life of your family, the life of your friends. You say, we have a mighty God. Listen to what he did for me. That's right. And that's what we love doing here. Now, Saidi, you're also doing a special project, um, a project of love, really. We've mm -hmm. taken a couple of foster kids in yes. to your home, and every now and then I ask you, well, almost every show, it seems <laughs> yes. like I ask you, what's been happening with that project? Yes, and, and I need to be very careful because one thing that the kids love doing lately yes. is during nighttime, they want to hear the stories. So the other day, for the first time, I decided, you know, I'm going to share with them that I told their story. And they were super excited. But then from then on, it was like, Mommy, could you please put some stories? Put some Uncle Dougie stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. And so the other day, mm -hmm. I said something about um, me leaving the house and saying goodbye, goodbye. I love you, I love you, I love you. And then the little one said, um, who's your favorite? And in the program, I mentioned, you know, I kind of know him. He sometimes is a little bit jealous. When he heard that part in the program, he was like, I'm not jealous. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but um, I'm learning so much, you know, just by having them in the house. It's just been such a blessing. One thing we do, and I love this part, is we... We hug each other, we kiss each other, and we send hug, um, kisses, right? So we're like, Mwah! and we send the kiss out, mm -hmm. and he catches the kiss, ah, like this, right? And then he goes, I put it in my heart, you know? <laughs> and she will do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And the other day, we were saying goodnight, goodnight, you know, I don't know how many times goodnight, and the kisses were just going, and I will get one, and then I'll send another kiss. And, um, and I went to bed, and I started thinking about that. And I thought, you know, um, you can't stop... You, you wish you could have your mommy talking to you the whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. The last person you talk to, the first person, your mommy, your daddy. And that's how it should be with us and God, you know? I love you, God, Mwah, you know? And, <laughs> and you love me back, and I love you, and you love me. And you just don't want to stop talking to God. And I think that was a big lesson for me of, you know, no wonder the Bible says we, we ought to be like little ones, you know? Mm -hmm. They give us so many lessons, that's and right. I just love that. That's right, the Lord's wisdom in giving us children. Mm. Uh, you know, but it's that relationship that makes life worth living. Yes. And the Lord is a relationship God, mm -hmm. and he created us as relationship creatures. It's a very important part of our lives to have that relationship. Yes. I had a, just before we came on camera mm -hmm. just now, I got a, a, one of the camera people told me that he received a phone call just before we were coming on. 
and it was really sad. It was a man telling us, um, calling it for prayer, and he was with his wife he had been married to for years, and she one day woke up full of energy, but then later she didn't feel good. Mm. She went to lay down, and she asked him to carry her to the living room later on. She says, I really feel bad, really mm. feel bad. He took her in there, and uh, as she was laying down, she said, is it okay? She said, I really love you, know, I really love you something like that. He said, I love you back. She said, is it okay if I go to sleep? And he said, yes. And she said something about, is it okay if I go to sleep forever? And she ended up passing away in his arms. Aww. That's what I was told. And, I, and it made me think, it just struck me, because you know, relationships are the core of what mm -hmm. make our life exciting and full. Mm. And when we go to God, because he's a relationship God, he understands that. Here Jesus was on earth. He saw the lady who lost her son who died. And that's who the, the boy that he raised back to life. Right. He knows our emotions. He knows how important it is to us to have family. Mm -hmm. And so because he's a relationship God, he tries to comfort us too, like a father would. Mm -hmm. And he gives us promises. Right. And so today, we're going to talk about stories where people have called upon God's promises mm -hmm. and how he's answered those. And we can go to him as a father because he loves us. That's right. And just like you and your children yeah. have that relationship, God wants that with us. You're, you're exactly right. That's right. So. Well, we've got a Bible text we wanted to share today. It's from Romans 4.21. And I, would you read that for us? Yes. It says, being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Oh, one more time. Yes. Being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Wow. When God makes a promise, there's no stopping it. There's no if he can pull it off. There's no will he do it, what he says he will do. That's right. And so that's the wonderful part is you've got the power. It's like somebody writing a check. Sometimes you get a check and it bounces because there's nothing behind it. Mm. When God writes a check, the you full weight of the, the universe is yes. behind it. The full weight of his power is behind it. That's right. It will come to pass, whatever he says, you know. That's right. And that's the wonderful part. So when we go to the Bible looking for promises, that's what he wants us to do. Mm -hmm. What about, yeah. Yeah, and there's all kinds of promises. You just mentioned the story of this gentleman mm -hmm. who lost his wife. And in the Bible, we have promises um, of hope, yeah. you know, that we can cling to and just hold on tight because God never lies. Yeah. And this Bible is here to encourage us, but also so that we can encourage others. And I think that's just um, a gift that God has given us like none other. Well, what's yes. your favorite Bible promise? You know, when you asked me that, yeah. I said, oh, this is a hard question for me because every time I read something that I really like, I underline it in my Bible and I, I write down my favorite, right? <laughs> but right now I have so many favorites that I was like, okay, what's the latest favorite one? <laughs> and this last weekend, um, my husband and I were at a prayer conference mm -hmm. and this Bible verse, they kept repeating this Bible verse and it just became my favorite. So mm -hmm. at the moment, my favorite is the one found in Ephesians 3, verse 20 and 21. And the Bible says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Oh, Isn't that beautiful? That is a good one. 
That is a good I and love good the words, ones. yes. And it's worth memorizing. Yes. When I was a young man, I'm going to share my favorite one mm -hmm. with you. What, well, when, like you said, one of my favorite ones. Yes. When I was a young man in sixth grade, our teacher had us learn, uh, try to memorize as much as we could of John mm -hmm. 14. Okay. And so in my mind, it stuck. All these years, it stuck. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to share the first three verses as yeah. one of my favorite Bible okay. texts. And this is from the New King James Version. Mm -hmm. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, mm -hmm. believe also in me. Now, this is Jesus talking. Yes. Okay. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where mm -hmm. I am, there you mm -hmm. may be also. And it's my mind sometimes wanders to the heavenly realm about what that city will be like mm. that God has gone to prepare for us. I mean, we've seen his wonderful creative acts and all these beautiful animals yes. and in some of the beautiful things in nature that still exist even today in this sinful world. And yes. I wonder what will his city look like? It's got to be just amazingly that's spectacular. Right. Yes, so. that's exciting. But there's so many things that we look forward to with God. Now, there's um, one of the things that pe people call in and they tell us they appreciate about Better Life is that the presentations done here by the speakers are so biblical. Mm. People say, because we want to be people of the book. We want mm -hmm. to be people of the Bible. Right. And it may, always makes me feel good when somebody calls in and says, you know, your pastors, I listen to your sermons, and they're all based in the Bible. And I say, yes, Amen. that's exactly what we want. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but we're going to, um, I want to share a story of, to begin our stories, I want to share a story about a lady who moved up to Southern Oregon, and they had a problem. She and her husband had a problem. Okay. She called me because she had heard that we share stories here, Aww. and she wanted to share her story. So I said, call me and tell me your story. Well, she called, and I sat there writing notes. I brought some of those notes with me on the set today. <laughs> I've got six pages here. Wow. I'm going to have to condense it down because yes. the story was so involved, but I'm going to give you the highlights. Because mm -hmm. uh, have any of you wanted to or gone to buy a house? You ever gone to buy a house? Yes. Well, there's pros and cons. First of all, you got to search, you got to look. Mm -hmm. That can take a long time. Then you have to figure out, is this the one I need? Does it have the right A, B, C, D, E, F, G? And so that's where she found herself. She and her husband were living down in Southern California, uh -huh. and they wanted to get away to be more in God's nature. Right. And they thought to themselves, where should we move? And through the course of time, they decided that they were going to look in Southern Oregon. Okay. I think they made a good choice. Yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're from, we're <laughs> in Southern beautiful. Oregon, and we love it here, and yes. it, it's beautiful. So they decided to do that. I've got to I got to keep my notes close to oh, me because yes. I want I want to hit the highlights. I don't want to miss them. <laughs> so they decided to go up. But even when they were working to come up here, she said she felt like Satan was trying to stop them. Uh. Weird things would happen. Uh, she wanted to bring her sister up because I think her sister wanted to move to you. And the, the week that they were, I mean, the time they were getting ready to come up here, her sister got really sick. Mm. She said, you have to come up with us. If we see something nice, you need to see it too. Right. Well, they worked through that. And, uh, and the sister, even though she left on the trip and even though she wasn't feeling well, by the time she got to Southern Oregon, she, she was, was fine. Oh, so they so took she that. did come. Okay. But even more than that, they had problems. The week mm. before, she was working at one of the local schools. I think it was an elementary school, mm -hmm. uh, watching the kids at the playground, whatever. And her purse disappeared. She said there were like eight or nine people there, and they took somebody took her purse. And here's the problem. There was money in it. Mm. And I think it was the money for the trip. Oh, no. $800 cash, she said. Oh. And so it's like, so she called in. She started praying. She got her prayer warriors together, mm -hmm. uh, prayer warriors together, and they prayed. And you know what happened? They found it. The next day, I think it was, yeah. When she came back to the classroom, the principal called and said, is this your purse? He held it huh. up, and it was there. She looked inside, and would you believe it? Nothing had been touched. Oh. 
it was fully restored to her. Wow. Anyway, so they had trials, but she, the Lord got her through those through. And um, so they came up here. I think she said they were looking at 13 or 14 properties. Have you ever gotten in your car? Go from one to the other, yes. to the other, to the other. Oh, it could be so tiring. It was the last property that they visited up here that the one that caught her eye. And she went up there, and it was in the city of Rogue River. Okay. Up on a hill, beautiful eight acres. Mm. Now, here's, here's the point where the story starts to get interesting. When you do an assessment of a home, uh, this one needed well water. Okay. You know, that's where you got your water from. It's, yes. And she was told, uh, they go by gallons per minute. That's how they judge how much of a water is coming out of a well. And they told her, oh, this, wa this uh, well will give you about four gallons a minute. Now, I don't know anything about wells. Yes. She didn't know anything about wells. So, yeah, sounds okay to me. Four gallons a minute. Sounds nice. It wasn't. Oh, that wasn't a good one. Her friend later told him, you know, I'm getting 40 gallons a minute. <laughs> she said, I don't think that's a good thing. And we were, and then later on, they started having the, the drought problem here yes. in Southern Oregon. You don't want to mix oh, drought no. with a low flowing well. Right. You don't want to do that. So they got themselves into trouble without really realizing it, I think how much trouble they were getting themselves into. Uh, decided to get the house anyway, if I understand this right correctly. And her husband, they then had to figure out how to transition up here, send the husband up, get, let him get a job, that kind of stuff. It, was, it took a while to make mm -hmm. the transition to figure out how it was all going to happen. So they finally get up here. Um, <laughs> her husband gets up here, finds out, has some bad news. The well stopped running. Oh, great. Oh, that is a big, big problem. So... Uh, this lady started praying. She asked other people to pray. That's good. We're prayer warriors. That's good. She came up for Thanksgiving. The well was producing just a little water at that time. She said it was reddish and not tasting good. <laughs> you don't want it. So you can imagine, you know, oh man, to wash and to, oh, it's just terrible. So they called a company, a water company that does the wells uh -huh. and said, is there a spot on our property that looks like it might be good for a well? They came over and assessed it and said, yes, there's a spot right here. We think it might be good for a well. So they said, okay, when can you dig us a new well? And they said, well, we're booked. We have a drought here. We're booked. We won't be able to get to you until next summer. Next summer. A whole year. Well, it was entering into winter, I guess. And okay. so they figured the rains will start. We can maybe make it through till next summer. And they decided to hold off till next summer. Wow. So they did. And they made it through the winter. And, but you know, she would go down to that spot where she was told where the well could be and she would pray, Aww. you know, and that's what, well, that's what you do. Yes. You say, Lord, here's the spot. We're hoping that you give right. us water. And she prayed. She, this is what I like about it. Talking about the promises of God. She would go to the Bible and gather promises about God providing water. Oh, there are so that's, many. That's right. That's a good one. So yes. she did that and she realized everything is possible for God. Mm -hmm. So she did this. She said, God, we need your help. Please forgive our sins. You know, she wanted to clear the way open between mm -hmm. her and God. She asked for the forgiveness of sins. She had the promises. She came to God in prayer. Good. These are all really good things. Okay, let's fast forward a little bit. Let's go to when they went to drill the well. That was July 25th, 2016. Mm -hmm. The well drillers show up on the property. Now, what happened that day is going to make you smile. I know it is. <laughs> this is what happened. The head man ended up showing up because I, apparently they made some kind of connection with her. And she asked if, um, he said he usually didn't come out to the job site, but they had made a connection and she wanted him to come out. So he did. Okay. So here you got the head guy coming out to, to drill the well. And then uh, she says, would it be okay if we prayed? I wonder if you ever heard that request before. Right. 
And he said, well, he said, I can't pray. He said, but I can pray with a client if they request it. Huh. And she says, okay, let's go pray. So what she did was she actually went down and she, I guess, the, I don't know who, how many people were involved in this thing. Oh, I think there's okay. a team. They went down to the place where they were going to drill the well. And she says, before we drill, I want to read Bible promises <laughs> and I want to pray. So imagine these guys, there, imagine these guys pleasure. kneeling down, these, these rough oh, wow. and tough well drilling yes. guys, kneeling down. Uniform. She's there. She's reading her Bible promises Aww. about water. Praise. And she said, um, and so she just asked for five minutes. Mm -hmm. They took their hats off. They knelt down. She read mm. the promises and she thanked God for the, this is what I love. Thank you, God, for the water that you're going to provide. Wow. See, she wanted to use this. She wanted the men to see with their own eyes what God could do. Wow. So she wanted them to witness what it. Thing? So she's praying that. Yeah. So she says, um, she thanked God for the water he's about to bring as a token of his love and power and that we serve a mighty God. I think she was doing all the right stuff, yes. right? <laughs> yes, she was. Yeah, Saidi, I could see you doing this too. <laughs> so they started the drilling process. Uh -huh. And then at about 3 p.m., she's down on her knees up at her house when she gets knock at the door. Huh. It's the man saying, we found water and it's gushing out. Praise God. Oh, this is great. She goes down. She starts to cry. She says oh. she came out and she said she could see water coming up out wow. of the ground. How exciting that is. And he says, it's a great well. We've got 60 gallons per minute, 60, 60 wow. gallons per minute. So you can imagine she was so excited yes. before the drillers left. She says, I gave them some Bible material. <laughs> <laughs> That's just frosting right there on the cake. But the driller said, okay, we've got you a new well. Yes. Don't use it for 30 days. They got it. Apparently it has yes. to clear out. I don't, like I said, mm. I don't know about wells. So they let the water clear out for 30 days. She prayed to God that uh, God would, uh, that the water would be good water. Mm. Okay. Here's the second part, because in this, in certain areas you can get bad water. Yes. I mean, we're talking heavy, heavy, mm -hmm. uh, toxic metals and things like this. And she said, Lord, let this be good water. Yes. So after 30 days, she went down and took a sample and took it to the water testing place. And then she waited probably impatiently for mm. the results. A little impatiently. She couldn't wait. She went into the place and said, have you finished uh, testing. testing my water? Yes. And they said, we would love to have your water. We were just about to call you. We would love to have your water. Um, not many kind of people have your kind of water. Huh. It's the purest water. Wow. No arsenic, no heavy metals just a little bit of iron. Wow. And in Southern Oregon, that's not a problem, he says. You are so lucky. Wow. And guess what she said? I'm not she lucky. said, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Amen. We have prayed for this water and this water is the water that comes from God, she said. Wow. And the water lady just smiled. So you can see there were so many details she wanted to share. That's the summary of the story. Mm. But that's somebody who takes the, the word of God and yes. says, Lord, I need water. We need water to live here. Um, the Lord has promised water so many times to That's us amazing. because it's a basic necessity. And this is how the Lord answered her prayer. That's a good story. Isn't that amazing? I like that. Well, I have another story and this is from, um, I was sharing with people that we were going to be doing this program and that it was going to be about um, promises, claiming God's promises. And a friend of mine, Diana, she sent me her story. And she said that her husband and her had been having some financial problems. And because of that, they decided, you know what? Let's claim this promise, which is found in Psalms 145:18. And the Bible verse says, the Lord is close to all who call on him. Mm -hmm. He's very close to you when mm -hmm. you call on him. So they said, God, 
we want you to be close to us. We want you to provide, help us. So they started praying, day after day, praying, praying. Well, two weeks after they start claiming every day this promise, guess what? She gets a call from her husband, and he was involved in a three-car accident. Oh, we have no. a picture of the car that was hit. And the problem was, as you can see, you can only see the front, but it was actually three cars. And so he was hit in the front, the back. It was just really bad. And it was his fault, oh, he thought. No. And so there he is, you know, the car is like that. And she's thinking, God. What happened? What happened? We, <laughs> we were, were praying yeah. daily, two weeks. And um, as he is there, of course, the car, is, you, you saw the car, it looks mm -hmm. really bad. Yeah. And um, God just works it out in such way that her oldest daughter is driving by and she sees what happened. So she gets off the car and she's, you know, trying to help him. Well, he had to, you either send the car to be towed, I guess. Towed or uh, towed? Towed, yes. Or he drives the car as, as much as you're oh, able to, right? Uh -huh. Because if, if it's towed, it's going to be lots of money. More expensive. And so he says, I'm going to try to drive the car. Mm. And she's right behind him the whole time until he gets home. Of course, almost making it, right? Wow. But um, my friend says, you know, it was God because my daughter just happened to be there at that time. That's just, that's just God. And then she said, they started praying, God, what are we going to do now? Now, not only that, but she's so cute because she says that um, two days after the accident, the water pipe burst in the only bathroom that they have. The only bathroom? Yeah. So they're like, oh, no, now this. But God, we've been praying for you to help. <laughs> you said if we call you, you answer. And so they were praying. And then eventually she said, um, we prayed. And then she told her husband, don't worry. I know that God will give us what we need. Mm. I know he will. And then she said, um, God gave them three times what the car was worth. And he gave home insurance so that they would be able to fix the problem that they had. And she said they were able to pay their, um, with the money that they got, they were able to, to pay their tithes, uh, pay bills, uh, fix the car or actually get the car, a new car. But she said there was another car that they had that was having some problems. Mm -hmm. They were even able to get the parts for that car. So now both cars were well, wow. you know, one was new and the other one was so good that they were able to drive it. And she said, I know, she said that that was God who did this. She said, um, Jesus is my all in all. Why? Because she prayed this. Isn't that amazing? Wow. So she... She launched into the uh, claiming the promises of God. Yes. Then it looks like everything's falling apart. Mm -hmm. She says, Lord, what's happening? Am I doing? She probably thought, am I doing something wrong? Yes. Because everything falls apart. But in the end, the Lord used the crash to help supply their needs. It's just a roundabout way. It's amazing. You know, life is a puzzle. And the Lord sees all the puzzle That's pieces right. and knows how to put them together. And we just sometimes see parts of the puzzle and we're yes. really confused. Mm. We don't know why the Lord's allowing something to happen. That's right. And it's just amazing how he's able to come back. Yeah. Bring that. Well, I wanted some, a, a story came to mind, but it wasn't necessarily promise based. But it does show how we can go to God for guidance. Mm. One time, I was going to meet some friends. And now, this is the days before cell phone. Do you remember those days when you couldn't just pick up a phone and ask your friends where they are? Uh huh. I said uh, they were coming from a few hours away, I guess, and I was coming from a few hours away, a couple hours away too. 
and we ended up meeting at the St. Louis Zoo. Mm. If you've ever been there, it's a large zoo, up on hills, a lot of pathways, a lot of places you can go inside and watch the animals or the you know reptile house, what have you. It's a, it's a good big place. Well, it wasn't until I got there that I realized how in the world am I gonna find these people? Mm. You know, um, we, we just said that we'd be there at a certain time, but we never made a, a location okay. to meet at, which was not thinking things through. <laughs> but I got there and I said, oh no. So I prayed to the Lord. I knew the Lord is interested in all the things Thank that concern us. And I said, Lord, I need, to, I need to find my friends. I don't know where they are mm -hmm. in this big, huge zoo. I could spend a lot of time walking up and down and going inside of all kinds of buildings looking for them. I said, could you help me find them? Mm. And that was my prayer. Wow. So I headed out. And as you walk out, I think there must have been, I don't know, maybe three or four pathways, you can, directions you can go as you come in through the entrance. And so I just chose one. <laughs> I walked up the hill. And outside one of the houses they have there, uh, maybe it was the primate house, maybe it was the reptile house, uh -huh. uh, the mom of the group I was trying to visit, she was sitting outside. And I said, hello, there you are. I said, why are you sitting? Where's the rest of the group? Oh, they're inside. Well, why are you sitting out here? She said, I don't know. I just felt like I should come out, you know, wow. felt like I wanted to come out and sit here. And so I looked, thinking back on it, I realized if I had known where they were, I could have not got, gotten there any faster. I went directly to where they were mm -hmm. with no diversions. Wow. And if she had not been sitting out there, I would have, who knows where I would have been. Yes. It's interesting because you said, you know, maybe I didn't necessarily claim a promise, but the Bible does say that your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it, either to the left or to the right. And so you ask God for guidance and he made that Bible verse mm -hmm. to be real for you. It was. Do you have a story? We yes, can, one more we really, can get in before. Really fast. I'm going to try as fast as I can. But okay. um, I got this index cards which have Bible promises. And one thing that I've been working with is being more patient with the kids. Uh -huh. And so I have promises of don't get angry. You know, the Bible does say this <laughs> and that. You know, and and be patient and this and that. Well, the other day, this week, um, we were having worship. Uh, the kids and I. My husband had in, was in a meeting, so he was not there. And all of a sudden, our little one, he started getting just, you know, just <laughs> not behaving very well. Trying And your just trying very yeah. hard, right? So we started with please and talking. And then eventually it got to the point that he had a timeout. Mm -hmm. And he was very upset about it. And he started making noises and things like that. And, and I could feel my heart beating like I'm about to be upset. Now, the, our little girl and I were sitting there. And she was telling me, I love, she was not even hearing her brother. I love the Bible. It says this and that. And she had her Bible opened. Mm -hmm. And as she's telling me this and trying because she's learning to, to read, she's pointing to a Bible verse that she's not even reading. And I look at the Bible verse and it says, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. And I thought, yes, Lord. Amen. <laughs> you know, and I just praise God that. Not knowing, mm -hmm. she pointed me to God's truth, you know, his word. The Lord used a little child. Oh, yes. And yeah. reminded me, I'm very slow to anger with you. Yeah. So Calm you can down. have patience. You <laughs> yes. can have patience with yes. someone else. And, you that's know, that's wonderful. what the Bible does. Yeah. Well, friends, there's more stories we can share. We have to continue doing these programs because yes. there's more and more stories that come out. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, please call the number on your screen. We'd love to hear it. We've been able to take some and already put them on the air to share with others, and that glorifies God. Amen. So we want to hear from you. 
And we thank you so much for joining us. We thank you for uh, uh, just taking your time to be with us in these stories. We think that it's uplifting God and showing his power and his mercy. Amen. So join us for our next episode of Better Life Today. This podcast was brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Visit our webpage at blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. There you'll find more information about the ministry and other programs we think you'll enjoy. You can also send us a note via our webpage, and we'd love to hear from you. Better Life also has a YouTube channel that you can access by going to youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. That's youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to search for all the Better Life TV podcasts. Until next time, God bless.